and shift your weight. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we're pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Uh, This week is a fast one. It's the two fastest Brads of all time. (laughs) There's never been a faster pitting. Or a younger one. This is the youngest pitting ever. The baby pits. The little pits. Baby, he's just fresh, fresh faced, a fresh, fresh faced 26. Mini pits. I can't believe that we haven't made any like deodorant jokes on this podcast yet. Because we're classy ladies. Yeah, but like we could have done something for like the, instead of calling it Brad Bites, it could have been like. No. Little pits. <laughs> little pits. No. No. Funny. No. God. Body right, well, bodily humor is not funny. Please join me to the left if you side with little pits. Please join Anna to the right if you side with make an Instagram poll. Yeah. Well, let's jump right in. Let's get to it. These brads are fast, and we're gonna be fast too. We're the fast girls your mom warned you about. Fast and loose. That was what the um the track team t-shirts said in my high school for a while. They said fast and loose? No, they said we're the fast girls your mom warned you about. Thank God. Which is arguably like as bad. I guess so. That's pretty cool though. Yeah, it was really cool. I would like a t-shirt with that on it, but I don't run, so I think it would defeat the purpose. <laughs> you could you could always start. We're talking about across the tracks today. <sighs> Speaking of track. Track and field. Oh, this- I love track brand. This is the best. Okay, so we talked about this a long time ago. This was like, I want to say like episode three or something. It was an early one. Yeah. It was early. Still had the gang around. Yeah. Pre-New York. And I'm glad that, I'm glad it made it through. Definitely. And I'm glad that this time we get to talk about it, like having seen this huge litany of Brad. Yeah. With perspective. Oh my God. Oh, I love, okay, so let's start with a summary. Cross the Tracks, 1991, directed by Sandy Tung, and uh, the genre is T for teen. I wrote that on my notes. (laughs) So Brad Pitt is a track and field star, and he just really wants to go to Stanford. His brother gets released from juvie and is really kind of aimless, is going to a different school on the wrong side of the tracks. You know, his brother's from the wrong side of the tracks. Across the tracks, you might say. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, almost like the name of the movie. Uh, and one day they're running because Brad Pitt goes running every morning and his brother does a really good job. And Brad's like, you should try out for the track team at your school. Like, it'd be good for you. And then his brother does and he gets on it. And then his brother beats Brad Pitt in a race. And Brad is really hurt by this. He really is not into it. Does a lot of yelling and throwing things Mm -hmm. and angrily drinking Coke. Coca-Cola. But then also the brother does cocaine. So the duality of man. I just want to say really quick that when the bad brother is doing coke in this movie, he has the coke straw like a solid inch above the tray and is just sniffing some air. It's because they used real coke on set and he didn't want to accidentally do it. And they were like, oh, well, just go around it. Anyway, sorry. Please continue. I just wanted to share that fun fact. Um... 
So Brad's brother beats him in a race. How's that for a tongue twister for you? Brad's brother beats him in a race. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Brad is really upset. And then there's a subplot where the brother is kind of helping deal cocaine. And then the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show friend, like, calls a kid the N-word and Brad Pitt beats him up and then falls asleep on the beach because he's like, I'm done running. I'll never make it into Stanford. My brother's better than I am. Uh, and then his brother finds him and is like, there's still time to go to the race, Johnny. And uh, he does. And he runs and his brother throws the race and Brad Pitt's really upset about it. But then they learn to love each other anyway. And Brad Pitt goes to Stanford and it's great. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> it's very simple. It's it a is. simple film. Um, I love Across the Tracks. It's so good. You can watch it on YouTube. The whole thing is still there, which I'm really glad about because I remember last time we were like, no snitching. And no <laughs> So thank you for not snitching. Also, it's there one and a half times. It After is. you finish the credits, it starts again, but like halfway through it. Yeah, you're going to click it and you're going to be like, two hours. But let me let you know right now, it's only an hour and a half. So a solid 90 minutes. It's a good laundry folding movie. Definitely. You know? I really love low res Brad. Oh, he's like a tiny little square in the middle of your screen. Very <laughs> nice blurry. Beige beige and blue. Ah, should we just like let's just jump into Yeah, let's in jump into the cards. Yeah. Scorecards. Let's go. I'm really, really, really I'm I'm, I'm concerned. I'm worried. One, two, three. Whoa. Oh, interesting. Okay, so category one is commitment. Uh, these are scored on one to five, with five being the highest. And commitment means Brad is showing consistency and blending into his role. Hannah, your score <laughs> is a three. You put him right in the middle. Yeah, I think so. I, I stand by it. Your notes are, don't yell at mom, which Brad says. <laughs> Emphatically. You say he's running for, he's really, okay, you say he's really running for real. He is this teen. <laughs> he's in it to win it, but dot 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 bad. <laughs> I stand by that. He is in it to win it. He is that teen. He's like, I am going to perform this with as much gusto and commitment as possible, <laughs> but he's just not good at acting right now. He is that teen, but, like, that teen is doing a bad job of being a human person. <laughs> this kid is a trash fire who just wants to go to Stanford. This kid is an alien who wants to go to Stanford. <laughs> what did I give it? You gave it a two. Uh, your notes also start with, don't yell at mom. <laughs> it was a really funny line. Because that was the that was a really good example of, like, how shitty he was doing in like he <laughs> don't yell at mom don't yell at mom it's like probably you're 26 <laughs> uh you go lmao gotta knock him on commitment he's so amateur but also he does good physical acting and then you wrote an arrow next to the three. Oh, i had more to say on the other side oh wow brad's tone fucking wavers the whole time and it's hilarious i'm not as good as i used to be <laughs> and they're like brad can you sound younger like like a teen like maybe make your voice crack a little and he's like oh yeah <laughs> i'm going through puberty <laughs> beep boop beep boop 
26 years old and mm. he was playing a teen. But honestly, he looks like a teen. Yeah. How does, does that, that give you hope? That I'm going to get bigger? <laughs> you asked me this last time. It does give me hope. Yeah, because Brad went from being 26 and a little shrimp to, like, filling the fuck out. And, like, I think I could still get, like, chiseled, you know? <laughs> swole. Sarah with, like, just huge traps. I would love to be swole. Listen, I got a ways to go, but I think I can get there. I think you could do it. You're pretty buff. Thanks. If I flex, I've got a muscle there. Oh, it's, like, too much muscle. <laughs> too much muscle? And am I too ripped? Yeah, it makes me a little uncomfy. You think I'm too ripped? I think I'm you're a little too ripped. Flattered. Yeah. Wow. I'm just jealous. I've just these are just like hams, steamed hams, <laughs> steamed hams, flobbering around. It's the awful. Aurora borealis. I don't think <laughs> in so. my kitchen at this time of year. <sighs> okay, so I was a little harsher on him than you were. You were, but I understand. I think I. It's just like this movie is just so cute. And he's so bad. Everyone in this movie is just so after school special. It's like not, it's so good and yet so not good. It's exactly the kind of campy teen movie that you're looking for. Like yeah. you will like this movie. There's nothing to not like yeah, about it. Yeah, it's great. The styles are incredible. Oh like, God, they're wearing such good clothes. God. Category two is panache. Brad is showing spark. He's having fun. Hannah, you gave him the maximum score of five. I did. He's, I reiterate, fucking in it to win it. He's there. He's he's sinking his little pearly whites into this role. He's like, fucking, he just wants to go to Stanford so bad. And my heart weeps for him. And it's like so fun to watch, you know? Like, it's just... I don't know. If you don't give it a five, I'm going to fucking blow a gasket. <laughs> like, how could you not give this Brad a five? Uh, a five? That's pretty freaking high, though. Yeah. Like, that is the maximum panache. Yeah. You, you think this movie is the maximum panache that he can get. Yeah. I think this is as, I think this is as in it to win it as Brad can. Like, I don't think Brad can go any higher. He's so just, like, alive like and bent and wiggly, you know, in, like, a really satisfying way. Yeah, if you didn't give it a five, like, I'm gonna... You're gonna murder me? I'm gonna have a conniption. Shit. Uh, what do you think you gave it? How do you feel about Brad's panache in this? I can't even lie. I fucking, I fucking think, I think he goes balls to the wall. <laughs> I, I think this is, I, I think this is a five, too. You did give it a five. Hell yeah, I did. So now I don't have to murder Sarah with my bloody, bloody mouth. <laughs> You members at home. With your bloody mouth. We're going to cut that entire part, but I'm going to fill you in that Hannah's mouth did spontaneously start bleeding during this filming, and we had to stop for a minute. So now. Right after my dental hygienist sent me an Instagram DM. <laughs> like fate. She cursed me. Hannah made friends with her dental hygienist, and her dental hygienist just DM'd her and was like, do you want to go out on Saturday? With me and my friends. How does that happen? I don't know. I've just been talking. Like, I just sit and I talk to her while I fill out my paperwork. And she's like, do you want to be Instagram friends? I'm like, sure. I don't know anyone. Fuck, man. You just got to talk to people like they're already your friends. I told you that once in a dream. It's the best advice anyone's ever given me. Okay, what happened? What was going on? 
emotion. Mm -hmm. Brad shows emotional range and depth. Hannah, I'm seeing a little bit of wavering on your part in the Mm, scoring. Interesting. To the point where I'm not really sure what your finals... (laughs) (sighs) I don't know what your decision is. You you either gave it a three or a four. The three is circled a lot more times it's than the, the four. Um, so Brad Pitt in this movie, he has a lot of emotion and he's trying really hard to like feel it authentically. And he has some really good moments. Like there's that moment when he hangs up on the girl, which is like very relatable of like, ha, you know. Oh, you're talking about when you chickened out and asked yeah, the girl yeah, yeah. Date. He, he was like, actually, no, never mind. As someone who can't talk to people, mm-hmm. <laughs> except my dental, except <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, and so I thought that was like really good and stuff. But it's just like it's so still weirdly one note. Like, he's either, like, I am so sad. It's just, like, it's very acting class. It's very theater. And I don't think that that really allows for a sense of intimacy that I want in my emotional brads. Right. Um, It was just too high school theater for me. Yeah. But it was still, like, he gave us a lot of different emotions, and he gave them fairly well. So he's not, like, a two or anything. He's it's a it's a three. It's it's good but not great. Um I see you don't agree with me though. I don't agree. You say he cry, uh he yell. Honestly, he shows all the emotions just cartoonishly. He does everything. <laughs> How can you give him a three when he laughs, he cries, <laughs> he screams, he punches, he knocks a dude out. He runs around. He flails his arms. Brad shows every emotion in this movie. <laughs> he does he, but does he show umami? I feel like it's uh, yeah, he down. does show umami the fifth emotion. <laughs> That's my favorite joke of ours. This is fucking what it's all about. I can't believe you don't think he deserves a four. <laughs> I just. Okay, I will concede that, like I wrote, he is doing a really bad job of portraying the emotions, but he is portraying them. It's true. He had more feelings than Tyler Durden. It's true. I guess, yeah. I stand by my four. I respect it. I think, I don't know, That's this makes it close. This does make it close. It's all going to come down to the looks here. <laughs> Sarah has one note for the looks category, which is... This is a lesbian. <laughs> I love this Brad. He's so cute. And I would... I want to pack him a lunch. I would give him a smooch. I would compare arms. And then I would hug him. <laughs> he's also so ripped. He's fucking ripped. But like in a weird way, which I know we talked about last time we had it. He's like... Skinny ripped. Legitimately very skinny. He's sprinter ripped. He's skinny ripped. You agreed. You said yes. And you said he's so cute. You also said low-res Brad, because we were watching this on YouTube. <laughs> he is low-res. Hannah, did we end up with the same exact score? Yeah, we did, because my my three made up for your two. Wow. 12 points. 12 points. Out of a, what's the highest total again? Um, 16? 16. 12 out of 16. Oh, That's my. pretty good. That's really good. Is that better than, like, Fight Club in California did? <laughs> Honestly, it might be. Pretty sure I gave Fight Club an 11. 
I'm pretty sure across the track scored higher than Fight Club. <laughs> he's just so, he's got so much oomph. It's amazing. It's like, I mean, when we talk about panache, like, I think this is maxing it out. Like, the panache meter broke. <laughs> it's like, I wish I could give him a 12. <laughs> he's so fucking spunky. All right. Well, it looks like that's what, 24? 24. 24. Total score of 24. That's it. Jack Bauer. That's stellar. That's so fucking good. Next movie. Next movie. Next. Um, cutting class. I'm going to give the summary for this one because uh, Hannah explained across the tracks to us. Cutting class. 1989. Directed by Rospo Pallenberg. You've heard of him. <laughs> Fake fucking name. You never heard of Rospo Pallenberg? Uh, it is Who a, names their kid Rospo? <laughs> somebody that fucked up. <laughs> Couldn't remember how... Roscoe? Rothko was spelled. Uh, it's a high school slasher, for lack of a better genre. And it's amazing. We did this as our finale uh, last season, so it wasn't that long ago that we talked about it, but... Uh, Brad Pitt is dating, uh, a Kristen Ritter knockoff, and... Can you be a knockoff if you're before? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, cool. And, uh, she's terrible at acting. Her dad is going on a hunting trip, and a local teen has just been released from an insane asylum for killing his father. And, uh, she and Brad are, like, kind of, like, cool kid high school sweethearts. Hannah's wiggling her eyebrows. Uh, they have S-E-X. <laughs> uh, they, in fact, they do it when Brad Pitt is wearing No, her. no, they don't, because she says not until you do your homework. Okay. So, how, where to even begin? Um, these kids are running away from the guy that re- got released from the insane asylum, because he's fucking crazy, and he's trying to kill everybody, and you think maybe he's a red herring, but he's not, and he's just murdering everybody in the school. He murders fake Kristen Ritter's dad, only he survives, <laughs> but they're also, throughout this movie, they're trying to make us think that Brad Pitt is the killer. They don't do a good job. They really do a, f- f- I, I want to say, like, phenom- phenomenal, but for bad phenomenally bad they do a phenomenally bad job and it's just like brad pitt like protecting his girlfriend and yelling at a bunch of teachers and trying to escape the crazy guy he's like kind of a jock his Mm -hmm. name is dwight (laughs) like in the office just the least jockish name i've ever heard and he gets really fucking mad. He wants to have sex with his girlfriend, but she won't let him because she's always doing her homework. She gets mad when he gets drunk, so he gets drunk about it and gets mad. Uh, all the teachers are out to get him, and there's a guy murdering people. Like, what's to be not mad about? That's his hair. His hair. Yeah. That's the rat kid also that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. He has one tooth that's like perfectly in the center of his mouth. Like imagine two buck teeth and then you just offset them. Like Tom Cruise. By one tooth. Like straight up it was a full tooth over. I know. Like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise has his teeth. Yeah. Have you not seen those pictures? No. Online you can look it up. You can look up Tom Cruise tooth in center of face and then draw a line down the center of his face and his tooth is in the middle. Okay, Google. Tom Cruise line in center of face. Oh, no! Tom! Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, my God. 
This headline is why Tom Cruise is not perfect, and the source, Dentistry for Children. Holy shit. That's where I get all my news. Um, yeah, his tooth is in the middle of his face. Just like Tom Cruise. Just like Tom Cruise and just like a fucking rat murderer. <laughs> you know? The the finale of this movie, they're like fighting after a lot of like here's Johnny scenes where Rat Boy is like smashing through doors with an axe at the school. Um, takes place in a in a shop class, like a tool you know, tools yeah. and stuff. And uh, he's chasing Brad Pitt around and like first he clamps Brad around the neck and leads him around via the clamps. <laughs> Very kinky. And then he puts his head in one of the head crusher things. Well, it's not for crushing heads. They don't have those at high schools, but... (laughs) (laughs) Those exist? (laughs) I don't know. Seems like it. Um, But don't worry, it all turns out in the end. Let's get down to business. Commitment. Brad is showing consistency and blending into the role. Sarah, you gave this a three. Do you care to explain why? Yeah, I'll explain why. Um, Because he did just that. No more, no less. He was in the movie. He was a convincing teen, but he was really uh, very amateur, like we just saw. These movies were two years apart, um, so it's not like... In fact, this one was before. Mm-hmm. So I think it was the same uh, like lack of technical prowess. Yeah. Yeah. Does that match with what I said? You say he's showing more dot 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 technicality than ATT across the track. <laughs> but still all over the place with his voice. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> what did I give it, Sarah? You gave it a three. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. He's just sort of like there and he's acting. And it's not like as, you know, it's just. It's passable. It's good enough. Yeah. He does it. Yeah. It's fine. It is what it is. He wears those double-striped shirts. Oh, my God. We'll get to that in the looks category, but I have a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I should have looked ahead, but that's really good. It's really funny. Okay. Um... Panache. Brad is showing spark. He's having fun. You said not as high in panache as I remembered. Also gave this a three. Spunky young Brad naturally gives him panache, but dot dot dot. Yeah, I was not feeling the panache from this Brad. Yeah. After watching Across the Tracks, I was not feeling the panache. Mm -hmm. If this was going up against like interview with the vampire or something i would have done higher i'm realizing now that the scorecards are dependent on the films that they're going up against yeah because if this was going up against like yeah allied i would be like this is a fucking five in panache Mm because like it is high panache but like having just watched across the tracks yeah i was not seeing panache to the same degree yeah you're saying you agree but you gave it a five did i really Mm -hmm. you did you said he's hamming it up. Really fun to watch. Fun role. But not a super likable kid. I guess I have to stand by it. <laughs> you wrote it down. I wrote it down. I guess I can't change my mind. Um, 
Yeah, I just think that there's a lot of like that similar panache to Across the Tracks. And I really like when this Brad yells. And it's I really like that scene where he shows up drunk to his girlfriend's house for 0.5 seconds and then puts a beer bottle in the pocket of her nightgown and then leaves. <laughs> which I theory. think was... I think it was an ad lib. Like, I don't think, I think that it was a Brad decision. In, like, a very cheeky way. Like, he kind of comes up, like, uh, uh, and then, like, puts the bottle in <laughs> Like a pocket. sim. Like a sim. It was really, like, there's just, like. There's, like, a, an inherent absurdity to this Yeah, Brad. and there's a scene where he's, like, where, like, the vice principal gets murdered on a Xerox machine, and um, he's the one who finds her body. And he turns to the crowd and goes, Somebody do something! Do something! It's just, I don't know. He's not a likable kid. I don't like the character at all. I think he's a douchebag. He's, he's the douchebag boyfriend. But he does save her. No, she saves him! <laughs> yeah, and she screams at Rat Kid, Stop playing with my emotions! I was going to say, like, at least he was, like, the hero boyfriend, but Brad gets caught with his head in the head squisher, like they have at every shop class, <laughs> and the girl has to, like, flash a tit or something to distra- distract the rat kid, <laughs> and then she kills the rat kid by spearing his head and then pushing him into a bandsaw that Oof. goes all the way through his chest, and you do see it. Oof. Um, and then she gets Brad out of the vice grip, but not before asking him if it's righty tighty or lefty loosey. <laughs> There's like which a- is a line that his friend sells. They're like under a car, and they're reminiscing about the good old days before Rat Kid went crazy and killed his dad. And Rat Kid is like, "I never forgot what you told me under the car." And you're expecting, like, is it gay? Like, what's going... Like, what? Did Brad have a secret? Like, what's going on? And goes, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. And Brad's (laughs) laughing. And he's like, you're right. I did say that. Which, like, again, is a very common phrase. I'll never forget what you told me that day. (laughs) All right. Um, Emotion. Brad shows emotional depth and range. You said he gets mad a lot. But you didn't feel, like, much behind it, which comes across as comical. And that was enough to give it a three. Yeah. I think because of the lack of panache behind the emotion. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm seeing the emotion, but I'm not getting as much out of it. Like, for Across the Tracks, he was doing the emotion, but, like, even though he was acting so shittily, like, his panache was pulling those <laughs> emotions it through. through. You were like, wow, he's feeling those fucking So feelings. I was like, damn, he's crying. Look at him go. This one, like, when Brad was yelling, it was just fucking funny. <laughs> ah, that's me yelling. Yeah. What did I say? Wow, you gave it a two. I think this is the lowest I've ever seen you grade something so far. <laughs> yeah. You gave it a two. You said he's doing the yelling thing, lacks the softness in some other early Brad's. Uh, too amateur to really connect. Yeah. I stand by that. I just like, I think like what you're saying about the panache not pulling through, although I did give him a very high panache <laughs> you score. You fucking loved his panache. Um, you were feeling it. I was feeling it. No, but I feel like that's like, where across the tracks, Brad, in my opinion, apparently, also had a five on Panache. Um, I 
I just like, I don't know. There was just something about this. Brad was just such a dick. He was a fucking dick. I hate him. <laughs> I mean, I love him, but like, you he's, hate him. he's just like everybody. I hate just like, uh, damn, he's the bad. We've got good jock versus bad jock we in do. this pitting. Dark jock. Yeah. You got the jock because they're both trying to go for a scholarship, you know, but like, Cutting class Brad is like the mean basketball jock, it's and he's not, like, in like a real so, sport. It's not looking so good for cutting class. Mm-mm. What what happened with the looks? Once again, you say this is a lesbian. <laughs> yes, it's a lesbian. It's the hair. It's the hair. He's so tiny. He doesn't have any. He's the size of like a. He's like a walking stick with muscles. Uh, he is wearing two collars. Uh, he's wearing a jean jacket at all times and usually acid wash jeans. Like, he just crawled straight out of Bushwick. And, like, he's on his way to come smooch me because he's a lesbian. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I know I also gave him a yes. Yeah, for, you did. For a thing. I, he was so, he was just so cool. I, I'm still thinking about... He had this shirt that was like a, a large late 80s, early 90s striped shirt. So like really big block primary colors. And underneath it, he was wearing a button-up shirt that was vertical red and white stripes that were really thin, which is just like such a look. Dare I even say a mood? Wow. Yeah, big mood. It wasn't a look. It was an emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could we give him some emotion from his look <laughs> category? <laughs> no, I don't think that's how it works. All right. So you ended up with a total score of 11. Mm-hmm. You gave it a 10. So 21. 21. 21 to 24. Yep. That was honestly closer than I thought it was, though. Definitely. I was. I thought that uh, Across the Tracks was going to run out in a landslide i thought it was too especially because zoom ahead because it felt like we were giving it straight fives but now that i look at it i'm like no it got a five and two threes like Mm. i thought it was fucking crushing it but it kind of squeaked on by which i think is fair considering they were like so close yeah they were neck and neck you mentioned being interested to see where these fall in terms of production with thelma and louise yeah because apparently thelma and louise came out in may of 1991 so, Cutting Class was 1989, Across the Tracks was 1991, but I couldn't find out, like, when in hmm. 1991 it was released. So, I'm curious, because everybody always says that, like, Thelma and Louise was Brad's breakout role, but he starred in Cutting Class. Yeah. And Dark Side of the Sun. And Dark Side of the Sun. Like, he's been in movies before. Yeah. But that was the first one I think that was, like, a good movie. That people actually saw. Yeah. That makes sense. I think this means that we have to watch Thelma and Louise next smart um yeah i'm interested to see how that stacks up uh and i'm so happy that <laughs> across the tracks ran right through this one god bless across the tracks making it in around three <laughs> that is so, that is a beautiful thing what if it's what if it's between like <laughs> across the tracks and like fucking Fight Club or something. <laughs> Happy Feet 2 versus Across the Tracks. I would be really excited. So, next week, Thelma and Louise. And Fury. Ooh. That's going to be intense. That's a good one. We might have some fighting. Ugh. 
Thelma and Louise makes me so deeply uncomfortable. I know. Hannah hates Thelma and Louise. I don't like it. This is so interesting. Every fucking gay person I've talked to is like, oh my God, I love Thelma and Louise. It I makes no like it makes sense. I love them. I, I I I can understand it. I just like it. <laughs> Listen, we're used to our people dying. <laughs> All right. Congratulations across the tracks, Brad. We'll learn your name someday. Timmy. Johnny. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> Buddy. Uh Joey. Flip. Flip, flip, flipadelphia. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope you come back. I know you'll come back. They always do. (laughs) You can find us wherever podcasts are found. So uh, iTunes, where you should give us five stars. Um, If you're a new listener, welcome. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I love you. You're amazing. uh, I'm glad you found us. We're here for you. If you need anything, let us know. Uh, If you want us to talk about anything, let us know. We're home good. We're (laughs) We're home good. We're home good. We're homegrown. Our very own. Oh, two, one, three, four. Send it to Zoom. If you need anything, though, feel free to let. <laughs> feel free to reach out. We're home good. We're home good, and it's good for minions. And he's brewing beer. <laughs> Can you make that? Stay tuned for an original movie. Sarah's crying. (laughs) And I hope you have a wonderful day. (laughs) Find us on the internet, marchbradness.net, Instagram, march.bradness, Facebook, marchbradness, Twitter, marchbradness. On our website, you can contact us, you can see the bracket, you can watch all our past episodes, uh, and see some cool illustrations. Uh, I love you. Thank you so much. Sarah's crying, (laughs) laughing at her own meme in her head. (laughs) 